Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I've seen a growing number of tweets recently along the lines of, if you're bisexual and have had sex with someone of the same gender, you must disclose that information before dating someone of the opposite gender. And my first thought is just, why? But that is followed up very quickly with my second thought, which is that I will give the person 10 English pounds if the answer to the question why isn't 1. a veiled slur, or B. some variation of gays equals AIDS. Honestly, I quite like hearing about what the people I'm shagging have been up to sexually since I saw them last, or just in general. But in more of a, tell me about some of your sexcapades, let's see if you can do it while I'm distracting you with my tongue and this cheesecake. I find it quite sexy hearing about other people's sexual misadventures. It's like a dirty story time. Jack and naughty, if you see what I did there. I like to see it as a bit of a challenge. The sex, I mean, not the cheesecake. Every cheesecake should be seen as a challenge. The sexy challenge is more along the lines of, oh, so sexy times with that person rocked your world? Wait until I have a go. I may be unemployed, technically homeless, increasingly overweight and galloping towards middle age with no savings or any kind of long-term plan, but by God, I'm also a mediocre shag. I was about to add, but then you'd know that from my OnlyFans, but I only ever got one subscriber on my OnlyFans and I'm fairly certain that was just my mum being supportive. Anyway, there was another tweet doing the rounds the other day. God, I'm reading out Twitter like they do on daytime television for old people who don't know how the app works themselves. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Twitter, the downloadable dumpster fire that proves over and over again that evolution is a flawed process. If we could explain to those first lizardy things who Elon Musk is, they'd probably think, fuck it, and crawl straight back into the sea. Anyway, fuck, focus, you delicious bastard. There was another, even more problematic flavour of this sort of tweet that read, You have a right to know someone's complete sexual history before deciding if you want to date them. And straight off, you can tell that this is some straight, white Karen type. The kind of person who's going to subtweet you using Bible verses. I love the idea that you have a right to someone else's shag list. Like, you could file a Freedom of Information Act on someone else's genitals, and they'd have to respond with everything you wanted to know. Happily, that is not the case. You have no right to information about anyone else. That's kind of one of those things that's important. But Karens will Karen. And so often, I have a right to thing really means I want thing and no one has ever told me no. If 
a prospective partner wants to share with you their full and complete sexual history, fine, I guess. But if not, then that's also fine. You could, on your first date, say to your prospective lover, Tell me your entire sexual history before I decide if I want to see you again. And if you don't, then I'm not going to have anything to do with you. Which would be a choice, I suppose. Super handy for the other person, definitely, as they'd save a lot of time in finding out what a manipulative bastard you are. We should give that sort of thing a name, I suppose. Something like the Chinese Embassy. Because you put a massive red flag up front so everyone knows exactly what they're walking into. It's such a smug, straight person thing, as if being boring in bed makes you a morally superior person or something. I'm going to judge you on how many people you've slept with. I'm not going to tell you what the right number is, but I'll tell you if yours isn't it. When I was at university, we tried doing something like this. The queers I hung out with were in the pub, and we decided to try and work out who'd shagged who by putting all our names on a big bit of paper and then drawing a line between any who'd got sexy together. It got really messy really quickly. The main things we learnt from this exercise, other than we needed a much bigger piece of paper and possibly some kind of colour coding system, were that Robbie had shagged pretty much everyone and none of them had shagged me. Apparently there were two reasons for this. My personality and my face. I would love someone to say, I have a right to know about all your previous shags to me. It'd be very freeing. It'd be like turning off the safety protocols because I would never ever want to see them again. And so I could just relax and be myself and stop pretending to be the nice, interesting and interested person that, you know, I try to be for other people so that they'll want to hang out with me again and not think that I'm a weirdo. All of that goes out the window. But the main thing I'd love about this is getting to exercise a bit of malicious compliance. Oh, you want to know about my entire sexual history? Okay. Alexa, lock the door. I hope you brought enough snacks, because... This is going to take a while. I'll just pull up the slideshow and we'll get started. Just to let you know, no matter how hard you wish it, you can't actually die from boredom. Because as well as taking forever, it would be very, very dull to see anyone else's entire list of shags. Hours of some guy, might have been called James or Johnny or Jeremy. He had tattoos. As well as random guy from Grinder. Wasn't very good. Finished myself off afterwards. Might as well have not bothered. Which, of course, pairs wonderfully with random guy from Grinder. He seemed pretty cool. I would definitely have hung out for him again, but he blocked me immediately afterwards. I suppose it'd be kind of fun to see another person's hot mess phase. You shagged your gym teacher, your best friend's fiancé, or, worst of all, a Tory. Christ. Why would you want to know someone's full sexual history anyway? What good would that information get you? You'd know if they were a hoe. So? You might be able to tell if they're a good shag or not from the number of people they've had sex with, but there's another much more interesting way of finding that out. Besides, even if someone was a great shag with the previous person or persons, or if someone was a great shag with all of their previous exes, it doesn't mean that they would be with you. You and they might not click or squelch. And say you did find out all of this, would it be better if the majority of their exes were hotter than you? That could be reassuring, I suppose as it would mean they're probably looking for something more meaningful than that from you, rather than just the physical. That's nice. Or would you be worried then that since they've generally shagged hotties, they're likely to leave you for someone hotter than you when that person comes along? Would it be better if you'd slept with more people than they had? Would you prefer them to slept with half as many people as you? A tenth? What if they'd slept with twice as many, or even ten times as many? 
you're choosing to be there with them in this moment, then that's the important thing, surely. We all do stupid stuff occasionally. Sometimes it's best left forgotten. I suppose if you want to get full Carrie Bradshaw on it, then would you want someone to decide whether or not to date you based on who you'd previously got sexy with? Sex is such a small part of dating someone, or it should be. The whole thing should be about personality and chemistry and vibe and levels of interest and intrigue and all of that kind of thing. It's all about the two people having fun together and dancing and learning and generally being present together. That's what dating is. It's not just who sticks what in where. Just because someone went to a sauna and got passed around like a bag of sweets doesn't mean that they're not also interested in a loving and long-term relationship. We all contain multitudes, especially that dude in the sauna. By the time he was finished, I'm surprised there weren't multitudes coming out of his ears. That was Probably True, the multi-award winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.